Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right, and welcome to Fast Break Breakfast. NBA podcast. My name is Keith here once again with my buddies Chuck and John. Hey now. Gentlemen, how are we? Alive and well. Yeah, I'm good. Doing okay. You know. Compelling and rich, Chuck. Thank That's you. what I do. I like to bring that content early in the podcast. Absolutely. I'm living in a post Lakers beatdown world. Uh, the Grizzlies do one thing well, and that is lose to the Lakers. E-Gads. And the Mavs. Well. Ah, one and one, dog. The yes, only Mavs yes, win. Yes, the one and ten. That's five in a row. <laughs> Dallas Mavs have to the only win against the, yeah, the Grizzlies. But the Lakers currently own the Grizzlies. Yeah. And the Lakers, uh, I don't know if you've checked the standings recently in past years, not normally very good. They're usually bad. Although they are climbing the standings, but this is way too early to be talking basketball. Oh, yeah. Did we have breakfast? I rolled over in my bed once again, hung over from a Sunday night of partying. Um, and I, I had some DoorDash, DoorDash some Chinese food to my house. I wanted some lo mein noodles. Just felt like noodles would be the only thing that would fix me. Were you wearing that Sriracha t-shirt that you happen to be wearing right now no, when you I, answered the door? I, I was in just my underwear when I answered the door. Bullseye. But I figured that's part of the DoorDash life, the Uber Eats life. You walk up to somebody's house, you're expecting them. If they're too lazy to get into their car and drive to get food, they're probably too lazy to put on pants. When you're pants. right, you're right. So I had no pants on, but just uh, you know, a nice pair of. For the record, John you still underwear. have no pants on. You have swim trunks on. It's swim. It's weird weather, so it's like swim trunk season. Yesterday I wore. No, a, it's not. I picked. It I don't. <laughs> it's not. It was eighty-four degrees in Nashville yesterday in uh, the beginning of November. So I I was at a barbecue and went to a hot tub this weekend. Let the record show when we do have our intervention on Chuck. This is the second week in a row I picked him up, where he was wearing swim trunks. Hmm. Yeah, swim trunk season is uh, when you're at a pool no. in the summer. So I, just, I had this buddy. Uh, we'll call him Nerd Dick because we do call him Nerd Dick. That's his name. And he was living on another friend's couch for months at a time and was eating only rice. And one day I called him and said, hey, Nerd Dick, we're going swimming. Would you like to go swimming? He said, yes. I went and picked up Nerd Dick in his swim trunks. He got in my car and only his swim trunks. I never took him back to that house, and he lived with me for the next two years. <laughs> I saved his life. <laughs> Chuck, this is the road you're heading towards. No, One, I'm going to be like, hey, let's go podcast. And the next time you get in the car, on only swim trunks. And that's it forever. You're never going home. This summer, because I'm a dad and don't care about anything anymore, I was at Target, which <laughs> that, could, that could be the whole story. That's the whole story. Yeah. But I'll, I'll keep going. And I bought a pair of shorts that were some form of hybrid mm. swim trunk, but maybe like a business casual swim trunk. Are those like kid puke shorts? Short? No, 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 nothing like that. It was just like, oh, you're you're out in the summer, but you want like a pocket for your phone and your wallet. Uh-huh. And so like I bought these uh, these swim trunky business cash shorts. My wife was horrified. Mm. They are horrifying. I just thought they'd be highly functional. Like you know, they could, maybe they they're comfortable. You, but, need, you need clothes that repel vomit. That's true. You got to scotch guard everything. So we're at the bar, man. I got these pants. They're <laughs> climbing pants. Nothing can stain those pants. I oh, need man. that for my cat, too, who's uh, just throwing up water. Oh! Just throwing up water vomit. Somehow that's more disgusting than food vomit. I don't mm. know how. Yeah. yeah, it's not. Well, John needs waterproof pants because he has this thing where if he gets anything on his pants, oh, he I know. can't think. He freaks out. Yeah. 
It's kind of a, John has a lot of things where he freaks out. He has pick, a lot of pick things. on my maladies. Well, I mean, it's a my diagnosis. It's a very disorder specific <laughs> diagnosis. Just imagine the there's something about Mary Cameron Diaz's brother with the headphones, right? But with his pants. That's with John's pants. Makes <laughs> 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 me see. Have you seen my baseball? <laughs> when, uh, we were. At, I hung out with that guy, W. Earl Brown. Really? Yeah. You haven't seen my baseball guy? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. He was also Dan Doherty in Deadwood. Really? Yep. Wow. Well, I did not know that. Yeah, that's the same guy. Wow. Yeah. He wow, also was in True Detective here. Season 2, but didn't make it very far. That's that's spoiler. That, that movie, that season doesn't count. There's only one season of True Detective. There's really not any at all. <laughs> the first one's incredible. If you go back, it's not as good as you think it is. Really? It doesn't, it doesn't hold up as much. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, John, what'd you have for breakfast? Mr. Bojangles. Oh, that oh, Bojangles. So I... uh Woke up uh, not hungover and not miserable and still went and got, had the worst food you can put in your body. <laughs> Some fresh made every 20 minutes biscuits. Now, there is a phenomenon, though, that I'm realizing. So there used to be something off the menu at Bojangles called the Cheddar Bow. Okay. Delicious. Delightful. One of the most intoxicatingly decadent things you could put in your body. It is now on the menu. Oh, no. And guys, without that off-menu mystique, it's just... A gross block of cheddar cheese and a biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. Right. I think no, nothing ingredient-wise has changed. I just know everyone that, else that is. It. I think that's the phenomenon of when a, a, a tiny underground band you like yeah. right. gets really big. You're like, oh, actually. Gets a YouTube video. Actually, this is terrible. Yeah. I was deceived. Mm-hmm. Nah. Yeah, funeral Arcade Fire's funeral wins a Grammy goes from the best record you ever heard to a piece of shit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so I don't know what we have done to ourselves for these horrible breakfasts. This could be a, a breakfast in bed apology for next week. Mm-hmm. In my state, uh, not hungover, uh, sick on candy. I don't feel great. Uh, <laughs> baseline, but it's it's been a fun week. I mean, it's been let's be it's, real. This is pounding. We've got, we've got liver death to my right, kidney death, kidney <laughs> death to my left, and I have brain death. Yeah. Yep. So well, is, anyway, I had to, I had to drop off a package at UPS, and in my lunch break, there was a restaurant beside the UPS, and I'm all about convenience. Like, I don't like standing in line for things. I don't like spending more money if like, I can just Disney get food. World. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's Disney World's its own thing. unique thing, uh, but. <laughs> There was a Subway right beside the UPS store, so I had Subway for breakfast. It is the worst. Now my car smells like Subway. Now I smell like Subway. Mm. I, try, I try to just get a bunch of the veggies on there that all taste like water. Right. I don't think you could. It's They're like water storage units. Yeah. It's uh, like, hey, what's your favorite uh, color M&M? Yeah. That's the same thing with Subway vegetables. Brown was mine. It's just, oh, yeah. That's, what is that, an olive? What is it? What is that? A cucumber? Uh, what is Banana peppers. Just crunchy, with crunchy water mine. flavored. Good God. Oh, squirrel. <laughs> Squirrels. Anus. A, squ- a squirrel just like jumped <laughs> against the basement window. And showed us his beehole. That squirrel's <laughs> got Aaron Gordon-esque hops. That was amazing. Our ba- yeah, the baby dungeon has a few portals of light that... Just give the hope to yeah. the captor. You gotta, you gotta uh, normally think you might can escape. Normally they're covered up, but a squirrel has now come to taunt us. Anyway, those were our breakfasts. After our breakfast, we move to our breakfast in bed apologies. That squirrel looks just like Sam Cassell. This is our chance to make <laughs> right what we might have gotten wrong on any previous episode. It is also frequently the first time we talk about basketball. Does anyone have anything they need to apologize for? This one is a long time coming. Yes, John. I've been besmirching this. Oh, you're making up to Dwayne Casey. Squirrely. I've already done Dwayne Casey. Okay. Dennis Schroeder. Mm. Oh, Dennis Schroeder. Oh, man. Where are you going to start? It's really hard because not only is he playing really well, I can't even like hang my hat on some advanced stats and efficiency anymore because he's as efficient as they come. It's like a well-oiled Bavarian Motor Works machine. <laughs> you could hang it on uh, the Hawks aren't good. Yeah. No, but they're so much better when he plays. Did you yeah. see the Hawks when he was injured? Well, oh, like, God. The Hawks have also had a really tough schedule. Yes, they have. They, did. they played a lot of road games. I am not giving up on that over, which was one of my locks. Terrified to say. But uh, it's only 25, and they just I, beat the Cavs. It was, it was, it's really low. But I, I, I'm hoping on their, uh, their tough schedule. It's going to balance out. Ursan Iliasova is going to come back. 
But you're right, man. Schroeder looks like he can run a team. Schroeder's shooting 48, 39, 91 splits. Almost, almost at that, you know, 50, 40, 90 club. Uh, 22 and a half a game. He's murdering it. Usually when I say, like, a player who's statistically sound is terrible, I can, like, cling to some kind of, like, insider knowledge. There's nothing. Right. And it's <laughs> not, and it isn't like he's just putting up gaudy numbers inefficiently on a bad team. It's like he, He's, if you pushed him, well, if you, if you, well, I mean, <laughs> it's not two, inefficient. It's not inefficient. Two thirds of that yeah, yeah. Are, still, are still true. He is taking shots on a bad team, but he's doing it well. And if you took, you know, Bad shots, then he would be bad. But he's taking good shots and hitting them. And and this is somebody we've kind of the Budenholz, a Schroeder. We've we've ridden synergy for a while. He's kind of been like a whipping boy for us. But he's he's coming to life this year. It's painful. It's painful to me. But man, the Hawks are kind of fun to watch. If they would stop doing that stupid like super switchy thing on defense, I would actually really enjoy watching them. I just think if they made a few more shots, yeah, they need Urson. Yeah. But I do like the extra little burn John Collins is getting. Oh, man. Guy grabs every rebound. John he misses Collins so many just, shots, it's incredible. I was about to say, we're, like, we're enjoying John Collins, and like I hear people talking about, that guy's going to be an all-star one of these days. I actually think he's one of those guys who like will be better when he's young because his game is completely built around energy. He's not that big. Yeah. Uh, he can jump out the gym, but when he gets old, what is he? he he's going to have to start playing a little smarter to have a career because he just runs around like a madman. Let's uh, let's wait ten years before we worry about it, John. I don't, I don't think he's even twenty yet. <laughs> uh, you, you have a point, but it's just one of those guys. When I watch him, I'm like, oh, he's fun to watch. But it's kind of like watching like a, a, a toddler or like a stupid puppy. You're like, oh, this isn't going to be cute soon. This yeah. is not going to be cute at all. He does have a Zach Randolph level of missing bunnies oh. gift right now. Mm-hmm. He misses a lot of layups, but he gets the rebounds. Yeah, so it is fun to see him on the pogo stick. My apology. I guess I'm going to apologize, guys, to one Andre Drummond. There it is. Mm. There it is. There it comes. We've been waiting for this. This was going to be my best of the week, but I, I can shift. He's still <laughs> terrible at defense, guys. <laughs> but I'm so yes. impressed by the free throw turnaround. Yeah. I can't get over this free throw turnaround. The sample size is getting larger. John Schumann had pointed out he never made 12 free throws over 16 over a span of 16 at any point in his career before the season. And right now he's shooting 75% on free throws, which is like, that's a legitimate change. Mm-hmm. He's got that deep military box breathing, Chuck. Oh, that's it. Four in, hold four, four out, hold four. That's the box breathing technique. Oh. Yeah. That's what they teach Navy SEALs when their adrenaline's pumping. Just and that's, so they can and that's keep how you, uh, you, you, is that how you beat a lie detector and no. or survive uh, <laughs> enhanced interrogation? It is exact, probably close to it. Yeah. Or lie to your ex-wife. Right. That's what I do. <laughs> well, Andre Drummond, uh, I apologize. You have been very effective. The Pistons on a whole, again, good defense, good offense, which I don't think there's any way that's going to keep going. Andre Drummond, if you watch those Drummond's been games, doing really, yeah. He's becoming a folk hero. Oh, the standing ovation? Standing ovation. When he gets fouled, and Drummond is living this. When he, he's not afraid. When he gets fouled, he raises the roof. Mm. He like he gets, weighs, he gets his arms up and starts raising the roof and stuff, and then drains those free throws. And the crowd, all seventy-two of them, mm-hmm. so wild. And this is actually a larger trend. And I don't, I don't have exact numbers for how much of it has changed over history, but just in my mind, I feel like this has changed a lot as far as centers' free throw percentage. Looking at the free throw percentage of the centers in the NBA right now, it's incredibly impressive. Uh, like like even a guy like Clint Capella who's so far on the young season, I think he's shooting like 80%. Um, uh, he's shooting 78%. And then you have, obviously, like uh, Robin Lopez at 80%, Marc Gasol at 80%, Brooke Lopez 81 Bookie Cousins 81 It's just really incredible. It just uh, makes sense to me. It's like Papa shot. They're closer. So, uh, Shoot so better. Here's a, this, is my, this is a brief, I'm sorry, brief game of scones. Dinklage, Peter Dinklage. Dinklage. This is pretty brief. Uh, so I'm going to give you a sinner. Yes. And you tell me whether or not his free throw percentage is better or worse than Andre Drummond's. This is fun. Andre Drummond is shooting 75% from the free throw line. I'll go back and forth between Chuck and John. The first one with three strikes is out. Chuck, you go first. Nikola Jokic. Better or worse than 75%? Worse. Eh. 
That's embarrassing, Chuck. I gave you a softball to start with. Well, I thought he was one of those simple ones. That he, he shoots 75% from three balls. Yeah, <laughs> Nick Jokic is 91% from yeah. three. Ouch. Anyway, that's a strike for Chuck. John, Miles Turner. I will say, well, this is close. He's a good shooter. I'm going to say he is shooting worse, though. See, John understood that was a fake out. Mm. Uh, on only 14 attempts, he's shooting 71%, which is way down for him. Right. Uh, he will probably. He's only played in two games. Yeah, yeah he mm. will probably round out a little better. Just play, I just played the numbers on that one. All right, Chuck. Hassan Whiteside. He's worse. Chuck, you have to stop partying on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> he's better? Your boy, Hassan Whiteside, I give you a Miami Heat one on purpose. He's seven for eight on the yeah, year. Yeah, I was about to say, he's only missed one free throw That's all year. That's 88% for Hassan Whiteside. He's not getting the calls. That's kind of crazy. Dude. He's, he's not getting sh- the calls. He's only shot eight free all throws. Right, all right, John. He's missed a few games also. Dwayne Deadman. Better Dwayne the Deadman Deadman is shooting worse. That's false. No! Dwayne the Deadman Deadman is 10 for 12, 83%. Wow. Impressive. That's a strike for John. He's going down to the all wire. over except Miles <laughs> Davis. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just mixing them around. All right, Chuck Jonas Valanciunas, over or under seventy five percent? Over. Yeah, he's, he's not, a great free throw shooter. He's not played yeah. many games. He has not played many games, but he's probably cur- four for five. He is, he is career. He is eight for ten. Uh, but career, he's, had the he's close. Right. He's close to eighty percent. All right, all right, all right, John. Okay, Nick Vucevic, Vucci Maine. Um, another good free throw shooter, I think, but I don't think he's at 75%, so I'll go lower. That's correct. He is under. Yes. Which, again, is not his normal career percentages. Right. John is not going for the fake outs. All right, Chuck, here's a big one. Steven Adams. Hmm. Woo! A very hot topic. Thank among, God we got here. Among the Patreon Slack chat. The Are you team Steven or team Andre? Um, better or worse than 75%, Chuck? I think that Kiwi shoots better. No way. No, he's under. Yeah. He is shooting 70% from the field. Wow. But he's, uh, he's shooting 70% as well mm. from the free throw line. Chuck. I lose. Loses. As per you. The champ is here. Not only did Chuck lose, that was a really bad performance. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wasn't sure. Well, Chuck's like Aaron Judge, man. It's either a home run or it's three strikes and you're out. Mm-hmm. That's fine. So uh, good job, sinners. You guys all shooting your free throws incredibly well. Makes for a fun game. Just saying. Maybe that's, maybe that's old, old man Keith. That's old man on my porch. Practice your free throws. Get better at them. Oh, absolutely. These guys really have. All right. That was a, that was a game of scones in the middle of breakfast and bed apologies. Chuck, what should you f- apologize for? Outside of that horrible performance, I just, I'm, I'm sorry. You guys have been working hard and partying hard. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Last week, I, you know, I was so focused on my 69 420 joke that uh, I failed to write an actual 69 420 joke for that joke. So this is a meta joke about a joke within a joke. Yeah. On a segment about a segment. In an apology, but is there an, you, you Wait. missed you missed the forest for the bush that time. <laughs> Ooh, for <laughs> the there, trees. Is, oh, <laughs> whoops. that's My not bad. even as offensive as a <laughs> inmates <laughs> running the prison. Oh man, that's what for I call m- Chuck. M- good process, bad results. Bad results. We got to get our idioms right. Well, those were our breakfast in bed apologies. Before we get to our steak and eggs, best thing. John, that's a mighty fine shave you have. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. You are looking very dapper, I must say. Am I? Well, have you guys had Harry's razors in your life yet? You know, I have a large beard, haven't used those razors, but they have a wonderful face wash. Delicious. Pepperminty. Very pepperminty. You just take a little snack, rub it into your face. Mm-hmm. I do also have a beard, but I think it's important to not be a neck beard. Ah, you know, gotcha. you don't want to have neck beard syndrome. Which is where you've grown your beard, but also have a beard on your neck. I think it's self-explanatory. Is this a shot at Mennonites or Jonas Valanciunas? Both. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, isn't he a Mennonite? No. Um, so, yeah, I've been using Harry's razors for the past week. And let me tell you something. Those razors are incredible. You shave. You wash it out in the sink. Immediately, all the hair disappears. It's like some sort of engineering marvel. And you're just done shaving in a whole lot less time. I got to say, too, Chuck, with your bald head... Uh, Harry's would like us to point out their razors are so good 
not recommended for your head. It will slice you. You get scalped. They are supposed to. And uh, I can say they that. They are perfectly designed for uh, your face. To yeah. take Thanks care to of my face. aforementioned bizarre heritage, I rarely have to shave. <laughs> As a result, I really don't enjoy shaving. With Harry's, I've been having a blast because you can shave quickly and effectively. And now, listeners, we're ready for you to get your own free trial offer from Harry's today. Just visit harrys.com forward slash fast break and you'll just pay for shipping. That's a $13 value for free. Please, God, do this. It will make us rich. We'll be swimming in razors. Your free trial set <laughs> includes a weighted ergonomic razor handle that comes in this really cool caddy. Do you guys get the caddy? The caddy's dope. The caddy's dope. Five precision engineer blades with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade. Rich lathering shave gel, which I've already told you about, can be used for damn near anything. And a travel blade cover. Aforementioned, of course. To get your free trial once more, go to harrys.com forward slash fast break right now. That's harrys.com forward slash fast break. And if you want to support our program without a razor, Yay. the best way you can do that, pay us directly. Patreon.com slash fast break breakfast. That is money that supports the creation of this program. We have our pickle, pigskin pick'em. We got our fantasy leagues going with our supporters. We have the Slack chat, which goes around the clock. We have... Uh, some bonus audio posting for our $5 and up members. And I think we got some producers to thank. Absolutely. This is the $8 a month and up reward. Producers, producers produce. produce. Producers, produce. Let's start with, with Joshua, the Herb Herbertson. The Herb. Herb, Herb, Herb. Herb's the word. The ladies behind the Matrix trilogy, Zach and Kevin Solkowski. That's the <laughs> Wachowski brothers. Oh. Speed Racer, please. They're different now. Chris. Howell, Paul Wallace and Gromit Gromans, Sam Slack Daddy Wilkinson, Ryan Trust Fund Kid Darling, <laughs> Damon Daman, Damine, Demand, Demand, I call him Demand. I'm not talking to him <laughs> after, that, after that Lakers game. <laughs> Brian Morning Why? You need to contact us, Brian. I've sent you some emails. Let's get you on the show. And Ian Carmel. Thanks, guys. You guys are the real producers. We're just serving the masters. Yeah, mm -hmm. so thanks for supporting the show. If the rest of you guys want to get in on all that, you do that at patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast. All right, steak and eggs, best thing. What's the best thing you saw in the last week? Oh, oh, oh. Sleeper, sleeper agent Dwayne Wade. I don't know if you guys know this, but Dwayne Wade is a... Uh, an inside agent sent to ruin franchises in the Eastern Conference by Pat Riley, Dwayne Wade, heat lifer, even when he plays for another team, is uh, planting seeds of, of of what was dissension in the locker room. Being asked about uh, the Cavs' recent woes, uh, Wade said directly, quote, I want one time for the first unit to get on the second unit because we blew a lead. I'm waiting for that day to happen. And then he <laughs> chuckled. So oh. He's less a sleeper agent than he is the angel of death. He's bringing <laughs> He's all... a pestilence. <laughs> Patrick Ewing this is, takes this offense is to that. Moses he's, talking to Pharaoh he's like not all the, your firstborns are going to die. The eighth plague is just Dwayne Wade. <laughs> he is not the sleeper agent. He's patient zero. He's We don't have agent zero anymore. <laughs> we have patient Who, zero. Who's next in the Eastern Conference franchise list of teams that are Pat Riley's enemy? Like Dwayne Wade has, he uh, he cut the, the Bulls off at the knees. They're dead. Cutting the Cavs off years. at the knees. Knicks, uh, maybe? Who, 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 is it, is it the, like maybe oh. magic? I mean, who, who is he going to destroy? I mean, the, he's, the Knicks are doing to themselves what Pat Riley could never do. Take their name out of your mouth. Um, Pat Riley's faxing them his resignation once a week now with a copy of his rings. But he, yeah, the, the, he would be, it's a, it's a fantastic idea to me that Dwayne Wade is actually not playing for the for the Cavs for the sake of playing for them, but to secretly ruin them from the inside out. Do you think there's a long festering sore of a relationship between Dwayne and LeBron? Like, and this whole time he's been faking it. He's like the undercover mole or the undercover, whatever guy working his way up the ranks. He's now the right hand man of like LeBron James. You mm -hmm. say and, long festering a relationship. I just say herpes complex. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, is it like this whole time, maybe he's been faking with LeBron and he's got some in-game in some play. like, it would be like art of war, you know, kind of like 
being what is that? What's that one book that awful people write? The Forty Eight Laws of Power. Uh, is it by Stephen R. Covey? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> I don't know. My any father used to like to trick me into reading these books. I'll I give think, you a hundred dollars to read this book. I think about you're talking how to be about wider. financial peace by Dave Ramsey. Oh, that's oh, it. Oh <laughs> yeah, there you are. <laughs> you know how you get financial peace? Sell a bunch of books about. Saving money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the it's just have been, a yard sale. It, You'll be rich. It, this is all <laughs> pack your a brown bag lunch. I, I've I've had no more joy than to looking at the box scores of the Cavs games recently. It losing is painful. Losing to the uh and and look, like LeBron put up fifty seven like the greatest game <laughs> the, ever. he's ever played, seventy something percent shooting, and he can't do enough. In my head, and I alluded to this before, it's like we've seen LeBron check out and we may, uh, you know, watch him go through the motions and put up these wonderful uh, numbers just so that he can say at the end of the season, hey, I can't be here anymore. This is the oldest team in the league. Um, they're not going to get better as the year goes on, I think. I mean, once IT comes back, it's going to be a different team. But this team, as constructed, is probably going to age poorly and injuries are going to mess them up. And Keith is get brushing worse. off some... Jeff Green shaped dandruff from his shoulders. But he's been balling. Uh, all their best lineups have Jeff Green in it, which is ridiculous <laughs> to me. And damning. Right. Yeah. Uh, I am legitimately worried about them and do not think they are good, nor do I think they're reaching the finals without some sort of change. Like, I ten, see change. Ten games into the season. I could see them losing to the Bucks in before the conference finals. They're going to be the eighth seed and beat the Celtics, and it's going to be awesome. Hmm. Awesome, I tell you. You know, I don't think they can get eighth seed bad. I uh, no, I but, think they'll be a four or five. Well, at, with at all these point, other with these Magic and Pacers and Knicks and Sixers winning games, Pistons. The, look, don't don't undersell that this is LeBron's last year there, and he could mentally check out very easily and just be looking forward to the next year. Yeah, they're currently uh, th- well, only three games out of first, but they're you know. It also isn't great that it seems like Kyle Korver is playing out of his gourd. And they're still losing. Yeah. Well, it's the, it's the defense. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the defense. I mean, they're, they're having games where LeBron's playing out of his mind and they're barely shucking them out. I mean, the the Hawks game, Wade played incredible. He almost had a triple-double. Uh, you know, Corver put up a great game. LeBron played well, and they still lost they to the Hawks. don't play any defense. Hawks. Yeah. But how, sim- how easiest call of the year was after Brad Beal and John Wall ran their mouth. Cavs are going to beat you to death. And LeBron's going (laughs) to ensure. The Wizards are the best at that. Oh, my God. Well, since the the Wizards posted, they had that tweet that said, Sup Eastern Conference. They're one and four since that tweet. That VP of marketing is fire. (laughs) I found out by having a friend who's a VP of marketing for a sports team, that just means you tweet. Uh, Yeah. Vice president of tweeting. Mm, Give me that job. Keith, you... You did it wrong. You should be vice president of something. <laughs> I'm a, I'm actually vice president of the Fast Break Breakfast uh, Twitter account. That's who he is. It's VP senior. of marketing. I'm going to put that on my. It says it on your card. On my CV. Your CV. My CV, which is weirdly blank since 06. Your LinkedIn. <laughs> weirdly. Put it on your LinkedIn. <laughs> VP of marketing. What have you been doing for the last professional uh, basketball? Years. I don't know. <laughs> professional basketball, and then well, very small print I podcast. Saw, saw, saw some movies. <laughs> my my best thing. This could be my worst. thing. Thing, but for the sake of the show, I crammed it into the best thing. Like the Knicks and Lakers are kind of cool. Mm. Chuck didn't get that memo. I don't. There's not a player on the Knicks or Lakers I dislike, which has never happened in my lifetime. I feel like you might dislike Andrew Bogut, buddy. <laughs> oh, I forget. He doesn't play. He doesn't play. He doesn't play. The league's even forgotten. If you like l- Julius Randle, I did play a game. You look at their roster. They show Larry Sanders. In I a Cavs did play a game at NBA 2K where Andrew Bogut auto subbed in, and when the game was over, I went and manually changed their lineups to put him on the injured reserve. <laughs> is that is that how you taught him about minimum wage? <laughs> I did. <laughs> but anyway, so like I've my entire life, I've hated the Lakers and I've hated the Knicks. They're really fun to watch. I've watched more Lakers games this year than I have in the last two years, probably combined. Right. Like, I think I've watched maybe eight of them already. The Knicks, I've only seen two of their games. They're so much fun. 
Like yeah. there's so much fun. Like now, uh, Frankie Smokes is actually playing. Oh, it, looks, it looks like a really defensive good defensive stalwart. Yeah, like Frankie a really Nick good. Frankie Nickin' Dickin' Yeah, <laughs> defensive point guard. Licky boom boom. Kristaps uh, Porzingis is incredible. I threw up a, the Twitter poll earlier today. Like, who would you rather start your franchise around? Him or Giannis? Uh, him, Giannis, or 21 year old Ben Simmons, or 21 year old Carl Anthony Towns? Oh, I would have just taken the selection anyone but Carl Anthony Towns. That's really funny. Carl Anthony Towns, last place in the vote. Yeah. By only getting 4% of the vote. He's only 21. Like he's the same age as, uh, you know, Chris Stapps and Ben Simmons. But anyway, Chris Stapps is incredible. Like, taking over games by himself. And they're really fun. Like, Both ends of the court. Uh, Enos Cantor, who is actually kind of seems like a goofy, fun guy when he's not being, you know, hunted by the state of Turkey. <laughs> the Mossad. <laughs> like, he seems like like a fun guy. And he's just, I don't know, he's just playing his role. And they're having a getting up and down the court. And I, I'm, like, kind of blown away. Like, wow, this team's fun. They have a better record than Carmelo Anthony and mm-hmm. the Thunder do right now. I have no problem uh, with talking about the Lakers um, what we can't do is mention any Laker rookie not named Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma is so good. It's crazy. He's so good. And the, the other one, the other, you know how some people refer to the, they won't say Trump's name. They'll just refer to it as the 44 yeah. or whatever his number is. 45? 45. We should do that with that guy. I'm sick of the, the talk. We can just call him 299 for a shooting percentage. <laughs> I still love Lonzo. The hell oh. Dare no, Lonzo's awesome. You can learn to shoot. Ask Jason Kidd. He can, he can, and his defensive play has been incredible. He has looked good on defense. I don't know if I call it incredible, but I, I just I mean, feel like he looks like he belongs in the NBA to, to rookies. Oh, completely. Core yeah. vision's immaculate, and he belongs in the NBA, and he's fun. And uh, but I, don't I, know. I, I enjoy his father sitting courtside and like all the celebrities going and kissing the ring. PK Subban last game. Oh, shut <laughs> up. PK Subban uh, if, chilling with Jeannie Bus. If the Lonzo, <laughs> if Lonzo was on the Grizzlies, my favorite team. He would be my favorite player, maybe ever. <laughs> I like seriously. He's so I love. You listed a, a guffaw of shock from Chuck. No, I love the way he plays basketball. Me too. It's insane. He maybe can't dribble when he's pressured. He might actually be terrible at dribbling, guys. Like uh, everyone's saying, he has no handle, but he doesn't really get his pocket picked that much. It's because he stops dribbling. Um, it's like me when I play pickup. I know what I can do, and it's not dribble. <laughs> if you pressure me, oh, I'll pick the ball up. Noted. I'll hold it over my head. You can't grab it. <laughs> that is you true. Can't Get those. Like, you can't have it. I will throw it to someone else. Get those elbows. But uh, I know not to try to dribble through people. No. You are impressed with Kristaps Porzingis' game. My best of the week. I'm more impressed with his posse, which is a posse of one. Chuck brought up uh, Sun Tzu's Art of War. Kristaps Porzingis has a wartime consigliere mm. named Janice, who is his older brother. Janice is terrifying. Have you guys seen what he says in response to how the Knicks have handled his exit? I've seen some of this the stuff. exit interview thing. Oh, wow. Well, I'm going to read his response to Kristaps uh, skipping the exit interview, which caused a riff of Phil Jackson, which, you know, then there were all those all the trade talk. And this is uh, Janice, which that's also the uh, Norse god of two-facedness. <laughs> uh, reading and Roman I only, as they, well, right? yeah, I, I think just Roman actually. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, I'm going to read it in the only voice that I think can approximate it, which is uh, Teddy KGB. This wasn't the emotional decision; it wasn't spontaneous action. We had been thinking about it for a long time, and was considered honest, well thought out decision we came up with together. And then he says later, "It's interesting how many people who are somehow involved in all of this have criticized it afterward as something so unprofessional." Look at Melo. He is handling things. <laughs> and then my favorite, my favorite thing that he says. Because Manny, if Chris Stapps performs at least on his normal level, Manny is going to come. <laughs> oh, wow. Do we have uh, height, weight, dimensions? I have. Been, his I, brother, I, I, I just, just want to up. know, man. He, he's 6'7". Okay. Uh, um, not enough. Yeah. He played professional ball in Europe Because I was going to say. He's 35 years old. Um, stopped playing professionally in 2013. So I now f- runs underground poker dens. I want a fighting game where I could have the Yoki brothers up against the uh, Porzingis. The, the Porzingai. Giannis. We can't leave out Porzingis. The Nurkic. Uh, Nurkic pop. pop. Father. Pop, the seven oh, yeah. foot, 400 pound super cop. They're in my head, Nurkic's dad just looks like Zangie from Street Fighter. In my mind, I mean, maybe my fighting game, you'd it actually it'd be Jokic versus Porzingis, but then your little bonus help would be these guys would like like run in and. Right. I feel like we get that taken care I'm of. I'm looking at a picture of Giannis Porzingis. Um, he's wearing a 
corduroy coat and a cardigan. He looks like a bad guy in a Guy Ritchie movie. Well done. Um, it's incredible. We'll put that up on Twitter or something. Maybe Instagram. Who knows? But he looks he looks like he can mess you up. I feel like he should be in the deuce based on what I'm... Uh, <laughs> Well, no, I'm just one of the more mob rules. I'm not following. Oh, okay. I'm not saying anything else. He's got blonde. He's like <laughs> he's really put together in the. I've yeah. seen him in the shower. Looks like all of Lesbia. starring starring Janice Porzingis and uh, Aaron Baines. Everyone. <laughs> all right. Well, those were our best things. Cream of wheats are the opposite of the best. Your cream of wheat worst of week. What's the worst thing you saw? Mark Cuban. Dear God, you have your own basketball team. You have your own television show. You have billions of dollars. Would it kill you to not get in an argument with a black person about usage of the word owner? <laughs> Would it kill you? Did you have to tell him to go back to school? Mm. Is it? What is in it, the hell are you doing? Is it a bad sign for me becoming a blue dog Democrat mm. that uh, I heard Cubans like stuff he said? And I'm like, I get what he's saying. Uh, yes, dude. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. You're, you're like you're like a couple bad I, like like he should not have said what he should have what he said i feel like like just stay out of it mm-hmm. I, that's my takeaway just stay out of it absolutely i know what you're trying to say it comes across wrong just this is a it. dude don't say it. who will kick another basketball player right in the nuts at the most critical juncture of a game you're sitting courtside buddy he can get you yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a loose ball Come right oh, at you loose man. ball flying elbow i would love mm. to see a loose ball fracas of did draymond mean to plow into cuban can we prove it right and what, like around the clock it's going to be those 94 screens in secaucus your honor <laughs> i posit that my client accidentally threw a textbook from the court into Mark Cuban's it face. Would, man, that would not be hard. That's that's the old trick. Like, you're throwing the football at the beach. Mm-hmm. Like, like hey, throw into that, uh, that crowd of girls or something. Oops. Like, like overthrow. Oopsie. Yeah. Oh, I like, all, I like where you're... All, all you got to do, that's a 1950s move, John. I didn't know uh, Keith Parrish was king of the beach. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, just has to... Like, like, you could... Man, early in the second half sometime, just be like, hey, hey, Steph, throw this pass a little far. I'm going to dive into Cuban. That's it. No, I, I I would love to see a little no look behind the back Cuban smacked in your face move. Me too, man. I, I, uh, Does I, Cuban have to win every argument? Does he have to really get upset? That just pass on it. Just don't say anything, when you, man. When you realize he's that guy from Silicon Valley, oh, oh, yeah. yeah, it may it makes sense. I know he has to. He cannot. He cannot not not pass. Yeah, he has to win. <laughs> My worst thing is, uh, I don't mean to be ageist. Actually, yes, I do. Uh, hey, 40-year-olds, maybe you shouldn't be in the NBA. Uh, Are you Jason, subtweeting Kevin Willis right now? Jason Terry <laughs> and Vince Carter. Actually, uh, what's that sound? <laughs> Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Right, it's a quick one, a quick one. Game of Scones. I want you to put the following three names in order on the number of made two-pointers this season. Oh, God. <laughs> so from least... <laughs> to most. To most. Okay. I want you to put the following three names in order of the most made two-point baskets. Vince Carter, Jason Terry, and Chuck. <laughs> and Chuck. Me. Uh, I will put myself first. So I've made the <laughs> least amount of two pointers. Okay, um, I had it backwards. I was. Yeah, I thought Chuck was going way. with most. <laughs> right, I've made the be the first one on that list. Uh, then I would go Jason Terry, and then I would go Vince Carter, or maybe flip that order. And all <laughs> of us have not made two pointers this I year. Don't I am certain that Jason Terry has not scored. Or maybe he has a free throw. Chuck talked it out. Oh, he did? <laughs> he, he got there. Dear listener, we are all tied. We are all tied. Oh, wow. <laughs> we are all tied for Jason Terry and Vince Carter have not made a two-point bucket. Vince Carter has, however, made a few three-point shots. However, the only 40-year-olds in the NBA right now are a combined six for 33 from the field. That's Jason Terry, 0 for 5. Vince Carter, 6 for 28. I mean, keep getting them, keep getting them checks. Right. <laughs> but this is embarrassing. However, 
it also bleeds over into what I would thought was dead this year's Jacques Watch. Oh, yes. We have some creepers. Mm. We have some guys coming along slow. Uh, Jason Terry, 0 for 5. Zach Collins, rookie, 0 for 7. I got my eye on you guys. Uh, make it to 0 for 22, and you've tied Jacques Vaughn's record for the worst start to a season, shooting the ball. And we so. will send you a gift in the mail. Uh, we won't. <laughs> <laughs> but we probably should. <laughs> uh, my worst of the week is... Uh, the Nike jerseys that we should probably uh, start doing a rip jersey count here on this show. That is very startersy. Yeah, rip jersey watch. <laughs> um, but uh, my favorite rip jersey this week, and it all ties into the Schadenfreude of uh, how I'm paying attention to the Cavs and the Cavs alone and their destruction. Uh, Kevin Love got frustrated on the court uh, the other day and ripped his shirt a la Hulk Hogan. That's the that's the. Real American move. And uh, that's the uh, probably the most incredible thing I've seen uh, well, in a Jersey world for a while. I will say, well, well, actually, uh, Nike has claimed that these jerseys are purposefully tear away. For safety? One for safety and for just reasons of, so on a fast break, you can't reach out and grab a guy. They want the jersey to actually rip. Also sounds so, like safety. Mm-hmm. They're, yeah, sure. Their claim is it's on purpose. Right. And has nothing. Like Draymond and Mark Gasol, I think, tearing their jerseys a couple years ago. More impressive. Those right. jerseys were not intended to tear. I, I mean, think I'm hearing that song Two Princes by the Spin Doctors. Trash jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all keep us. We're going to start a we're going to start a torn jersey watch, though, around here. Yeah. And we'll call we'll call the segment Jersey Shorn. Oh, it's pretty good. Very nice. Um, if you work in a breakfast thing, in I know there, if we could do a breakfast, something breakfast. Oh, I got a shout out. Uh, I was on the Round Ball Rock podcast. Love that podcast. Great it's, song. They had a section uh, called "I'm gonna let you finish." I'm let you finish. Oh, that's a great pun. That's a great pun. Well done, guys. Sean and Joey, good job. Yeah, we messed up. We should have done that one. I told him I was going to take it. So okay, we, we now, now we now own that. Oh, cool. But, I'm glad we did. Yeah, I don't really understand what the segment is. What do you say? Break one down for me. Like an egg? Oh, good God. Uh, no, I don't, I don't. a Stars episode, and I am in protest. Let's get it cracking. I, I, don't, I don't remember what the, the segment was, I'm going to let you finish, and but. then they read something. I don't remember. Okay. We, we took, we've stolen that pun. Uh, now we can We've appropriated it. I gave them credit on air right now. Done. But it's now ours. Mm-hmm. I've taken it, much like an American would take anything that they just see and want. <laughs> Did you give them some uh, vile, diseased blankets in exchange? No, I'm not. Well, you can make that joke. I cannot. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, I don't remember where we were. <laughs> jerseys. The jerseys are bad. Uh, a little casual racing. Oh, wait. oh, and those those leaked new jerseys? Uh, I don't know if you saw some of those le- leaked new jerseys. Like, they haven't been released the yet. City. The Grizzlies one looks just like a... It's a blank white jersey that right. says Grizzlies typed... It says Memphis just yeah. on a, in a font. I think it's like Times New Roman or something. I have been told from someone inside the Grizzlies that is false. Mm. But I don't know. The guy claimed uh, UniWatch. They claimed that, or not UniWatch. Crap, the other one. Conrad Burry. I don't remember his thing. Uh, says th- those were confirmed designs. Anyway, the Miami Heat one is fire. The Spurs one is incredible. Oh, the Miami Heat one is so it's good. Miami Vicey got that Ooh. neon Art Deco vibe. It's not Miami Vicey. It's Miami Subsy. No, Miami Subs. <laughs> it really is. It is. <laughs> I started salivating. Oh man, my mouth. I want a gyro with those red fries. I do want red fries. All right. Well, moving on. A quick Hassan Whiteside cocks it back to Waffle House presents scattered, smothered, covered. Thoughts? What else are we seeing? I got to say the Thunder are 0-4 in clutch games. Uh, We thought that might be a problem, and it's been a problem so far. It's just the reversal of last year. It couldn't last. What do we call that? Regression to the main. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're going to get it together, I feel. uh, Some of their clutch moments have been the right plays. And then some of their moment, clutch moments have been the nightmarish, mellow, insane selfishness. Did so, you get uh, the the mellow ejection? Oh wow! I don't feel strongly about it though. Like I thought it was like that's not that doesn't seem right. But nah, whatever. Do we? Really, I, I mean, I don't feel like this is boring to talk about. I am fine with the flagrant foul. I'm kind of bewildered that you can go in and get fouled and get thrown out. 
Oh, like he made the bucket. Yeah. He made the bucket and got ejected. Blake Griffin, who everyone knows I hate, right. has done more egregious things with his off arm on dunks many, many times right. and has given an and one. Yeah, I, I just didn't get it. I mean, I, I, if you want to call a flagrant on Melo, that's fine. Take away the basket, that's fine. But he, they threw him out of the game. A little weird. Although, uh, you know, I, I enjoyed that game a lot. Watching Russell Westbrook choke at the free throw line is an underrated uh, schadenfreude moment. Very underrated. Can't disagree there. <laughs> it is... It is perfect. So I found something on the internet. It's kind of cool. Somebody did a, uh, a an analysis of last year's games. They placed a dollar on uh, all the money line games for every team in every game, and we had a uh, winner for who would be the best team uh, in that scenario. And guess who it was last year? So let's guys. break that down a little bit further. That'd be a dollar on every single game, whether they're. So you would win more when they're when you're an underdog. When you're a heavy favorite. So basically, Chuck is asking, which team made the most money by having the most upsets? So I would think that would be my Memphis Grizzlies. The Grizzlies epilogue starts early. Yeah, you would do it. To, you would. Is uh, that right? Twenty two, twenty two dollars. You would have won oh, last year. Net. Well, I think the Grizzlies. I, I saw that the Grizzlies last year were twenty eight and twenty one straight up when they were underdogs. Right. Like they, they win. They win when they're not supposed to. Records not nearly as good when they're favored. Top the top five. <laughs> Which is insane. The top five is kind of crazy. Rounds out Sacramento, Boston, Miami, Atlanta last year. Same guy did uh, against the spread. Right. Pickums. Who was the best team last year against the spread? You think? Had to be the Warriors. Nope. Oh, against the spread uh-huh. last year. So covering the spread. Mm-hmm. I would guess maybe the Rockets. The Philadelphia 76ers. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I was coming at right. from the wrong angle. But right. I, I'm, I'm not surprised because when Embiid played, they were incredible. Right. And uh, Miami was second. Um, last that makes year. sense. Hey, 20, uh, a streak like that will do. Yeah, when, the you, big when, one. when you spot the public at what, an 11 and 33 record. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> to, uh, to, to, yeah. You're right. going to be an underdog for a while mm-hmm. before the. Uh, what the hell's going on in Miami now? Before Chuck? the books are right. Uh, they're just trying to get it all figured out. I think. You're not worried? No, I think they'll be fine. They're, they've had a couple rough uh, road games, um, and they're pro- they're looking at playing tonight, Golden State, and it's not going to be good for them. Fifteen point dogs. They'll probably lose by twenty five. So Woo. one of the interesting interesting things about the East right now is, I guess maybe the whole league is all these teams are winning. The Suns, mm-hmm. what in the world? Yeah. Like winning all these games. Post, post emo uh, Watson and Bledsoe. That's the coach just got fired. It's the coach just got last. fired. Bump, but it's 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 still going. But it's also like, Mike James. But there, you got the coaches got fired and they lost their best player. So how you know the, if the bumps from the coach matter than the cut from losing? But Bledsoe. you got the you got the Pistons. Obviously, we've talked about they're having them having a good start. The Magic are hurting, not having a point guard right now. Right, but they still had a good start. They got two. But they like point the, guards the Pacers, the Knicks, the Lakers, the, the Pelicans. Wolves. Everyone's winning. The Wolves are good now. The I mean, like good. Wolves are suddenly winning all those games they couldn't win in the clutch right. last year. They mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler's getting them, and what I think I saw he's fifth on the team in usage. Jimmy Butler, which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, that's a team that has a lot of high usage players, though. It does well. So, who do you guys think uh, in that in that East? Well, I'm just curious. Like, who do you think is better among? Like the the Hornets, the Magic, the Heat, the Pacers, the Knicks. I mean, I think the Pacers is the best of the group you just named. Okay. Which is stunning for me to say out loud. And in stark contrast to my over-unders. Yeah, they've got a good squad. Oladipo's playing out of his mind. I mean, Turner's finally back. Well, they were winning handily w- without him. Yeah. yeah, they actually lost with them. Sabonis <laughs> and Depot um, yeah, have been playing great. Thad Young's doing, uh, putting in that workmanlike those numbers. See, I, I think they're going to regress. I, I think maybe, and this might be my, my Steve Clifford homerism, mm-hmm. I think maybe I trust the defense of the Hornets because I don't think that the Hornets are getting actually that good of... Actually, no, I guess they are getting good helping contributions well, from Keith, like Jeremy Lamb. hate this. The Hornets are so reliant on Dwight Howard right now. They really are. They yeah. go as he goes. That's true. It's ugly. When he plays well, they can kind of go with anybody. Also, this might be shocking to you, John. Right. They are really struggling when Michael Carter Williams is out there. Mm. <laughs> Luckily, he's been dead for some time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw him back on the court the other day. I'm like, oh, no. Plus, Malik Monk is playing so well. I don't see how MC Dub gets. He's up or down. Um, you know, he's had his moments. Uh, the um, Jeremy Lamb has been great. Been great. So I'm trying to figure out who's going to regress more. Like the Pacers, all the Pacers. You know, mm-hmm. like Thad Young's even been good, but like the Oladipo, Collison, incredible starts, or just like the Jeremy Lamb, 
actually hitting, you know, half of his shots, which probably isn't going to happen. Um, and then looking at, like, can the Knicks keep playing this well? I don't think so. I think this is the fun early start. It's going to wear out when the lack of talent finally shows its head. Frankie Nicotine overtaking Jarrett Jack is huge. Huge for the Knicks. It's been impossible for me to bet on the Knicks because every time I would look at their starting lineup, I would see Jarrett Jack in it. I would just go, nope. Nope, can't do it. And then the, the, the team that's fallen back to them is the Bucks. Right. Who the Bucks are poorly coached. Man, it's so disappointing. Like Giannis played perfect. Right. For several games, and they're like barely five hundred. Now they're under five hundred as we record on Monday afternoon. They have a like a twenty five point net rating swing when Middleton's off and a twenty point net rating swing when uh Giannis is off. I Ugh. mean ugly stuff the bucks uh, of the teams you listed the bucks are near the bottom of it and that's a team list that included the new york knicks yeah i think it's funny i I love the league right now the the clippers after losing a couple games are i'm not a believer in the clippers but just trying to rank these nba teams seems impossible The clippers have benefited from playing some really bad teams early at their perhaps nadir which led to some amazing yeah margins of victory but yeah i agree the uh, the clippers like pretty much need to have great games from Blake Griffin and Pat Beverly. Great games from both of them every single time just mm-hmm. to win. Yeah, I think the league right now, like 10 to 25 of the teams, just a toss-up every night. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know which Grizzlies or Jazz or Sixers are, are showing up. And, you know, maybe the Pacers will be on fire again. I'll give you a hint on the Jazz. It's the bad one. The bad <laughs> team is showing up. And I, th- I think the team, we haven't really talked about regressing, the team is probably going to go back to a normal uh kind of playing styles the pistons i yeah. think they've they've gotten a lot out of those guys unless short of them trading for a bledsoe or something i, I don't know if, well you don't like reggie jackson if reggie jackson is painful Harris to watch player in the league are gonna i be feel the bad the that team. i think i spent a good amount of time this summer trying to decide who i thought was better avery bradley or contavious caldwell pope I think Avery Bradley's way better. Uh, Avery Bradley's really good. Uh, like, probably the biggest reason the Pistons are doing so well. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I thought there was some of this. How much of the of the system of Brad Stevens maybe was benefiting like Avery Bradley? But just again, I know it's only been ten games, and where I'm, I know I'm not going to overreact with some teams. Maybe I'm overreacting here. But ten games of Avery Bradley on the Pistons looks way better than Catavius mm-hmm. <laughs> Caldwell Pope. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing: like you bring up. The Jazz. The Jazz are playing defense poorly now. Couple games. They let James Harden have the third greatest game ever. 137 points put all over their face. He accounted for 93 points. I mean, it was. I, I watched the James Harden game this morning and it was what. He, he, it, there were moments where you couldn't. It was like the Larry Bird, Dominique Wilkins, other teams giving each other high fives moments because yeah. he made shots where it was just absurd. When so you try to throw that out, but you can't throw that out. The Jazz's identity has always been so defensive-minded, but when they play good teams, the good teams are putting up as many points as they want on them. You can throw a few games out. That was the Lionel Hollins thing. Every year there's three or five games, like whatever. You gave up 137. That <laughs> might reflect poorly on Lionel Hollins. <laughs> <laughs> but Harden, Harden was incredible. He, was, he put up 56 points on 19 made shots. Yeah. That's Nuts. He accounted for like ain't happening again. Points and assists. He accounted for the third most points in NBA history. Yeah, in three quarters, uh, nineteen shots. Two yeah. two players have ever had a had a game of over fifty points at, like that ever. It's him and Wilt, mm-hmm. <laughs> and Wilt averaged a season of them in order to do that. Right. I mean that's just ridiculous. Uh, one last some other covered. What what I'm curious what you guys think about the Pelicans so far. Because they played a road-heavy schedule. They're back to 500. I think they're kind of I mean, bad, but Boogie's been playing out of his brain. I think the Pel- I think Boogie and Anthony Davis are starting to show signs that they can play together, and that's terrifying for everyone else. It's going to be good stuff. Boogie, Boogie's The games Boogie's having are just as insane and anomalous as the James Harden game we just spoke of. Yeah. I mean, these are insane. You're right, Keith. The season is insane right now. It's insane. I'm talking. So one of, one of my good friends and, and one of our listeners is a guy who doesn't really watch the NBA anymore. He used to watch it all the time when we lived together. He now follows along, you know, listens to the podcast, but does like doesn't make time in his life for actually watching the games. And I'm like, texting, I don't know what that's like. I I, I, I like texting and being like, you have to see Ben Simmons play basketball. He's good. You have to say Giannis and Anatum, 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 
play basketball. Mm-hmm. Like you have to see these guys. Like Giannis Antetokounmpo is so good at playing so basketball good. that Keith just mispronounced his name, and that's the first time that's been done in weeks. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I'd spent a lot of time practicing, but uh, <laughs> I was so excited about him, I couldn't get it out. Like there's so many good players yeah. where it's like you need to see these guys play. Like, man, Ben Simmons is so good. We can't even talk about him. There's no time. Yeah, we've run out of time. Anyway, let's move to the awards segment of the program, the International Stackhouse of Pancakes Award. This is awarded each week to the worst performance in a box score. We have a few honorable mentions. Dwight Powell, 0 for 7, while stealing Nerland's Noel's minutes. His teammate, J.J. Barea, 0 for 9. Mike James, 0 for 9. Mike James, next game, 1 for 10. That's a... Two-game stretch of one for 19 for Mike, Mike James, James uh, who was very good in the iShop Negative Fantasy League for Pride and Glory over at Fantrax.com. Fantrax.com, a customizable fantasy website, which we are learning how to use. It is fun having it. God, I love Negative Fantasy. It's the best. Who, who's, the, who's the best? Is it still J.R. Smith and uh, Evan Turner, the best two negative fantasy players? Oh, we didn't do... Uh, J.R. Smith is a next level right now. And shout out to the Slack chat, All-Star. It was Matt Sullivan. Did oh, yeah. The... Matt Sullivan oh, is yeah. doing negative VORP. He's doing... Ish VORP. Ish VORP. Uh, I shop <laughs> value over replacement. The worst, best players to have. The best, worst players? The, the best, best wor- worst think, players. Yeah. yeah. It's so confusing to have to root for someone to do poorly in the NBA. It's counterintuitive unless you're a Sixers fan. It's really fun. But anyway, all right. So the honorable mentions also Justin Holiday and our boy, Chuck's boy, Lonzo Ball. They were both three for 15. Those were honorable mentions. We have three nominees as they occurred chronologically through this week. Actually, I don't know if this is chronologically. Three nominees randomly selected. Carmelo Anthony in a loss to the Celtics. Three for 17. 10 points, 14 boards. That's pretty cool. Low Three assists, one block, one turnover, two personal fouls. Evan Fournier, two for 14 in a loss. Had six points, four rebounds, two assists, two turnovers, five personal fouls. That's really bad. And then Rodney Hood in a contract year. 0 for 11, zero points, two rebounds, two assists, two steals, one block, one turnover. Three pairs of poopy pants. They're all crap tests. We have Carmelo Anthony, three for 17, 10 points, 14 boards. Evan Fournier, two for 14, six points, four boards, five fouls. Rodney Hood, 0 for 11, 0 for points, two boards, two assists, two steals, one block. Leprechaun in the hood. Let's do it. Rodney <laughs> Hood is awful. Rodney Hood. That uh, that's was, two that's out of three. I'll, I'll give him two. That's three for three. Unanimous. Rodney Hood, you are this week's International Stackhouse of Pancakes Award winner. However, let the passage of time not let us forget. Evan 48, your game was horrible. Yeah. That's a horrible line. It's more like Evan Fornicate. And the Magic really rely on him right now. So can't give him too much, too much guff because he's kind of been the reason for the season. All right. Par fadeaway. What things are we looking forward to? I'm looking forward to uh, Lonzo Ball maybe getting a rookie of the year before I start getting like happy. I don't, he's last in the league in field goal percentage, effective field goal percentage, and true shooting percentage. The worst. Well, it's only because Vince Carter hasn't qualified yet. <laughs> he's he's shooting 21%. But it's just uh, like... Uh, Maybe retire, Vince. I know, I know I'm know. i kind of on that hate train, and it's par- partially probably because I'm, I'm not a fan of his dad. But in general, uh, when you can't shoot at all and you're the worst in the league, and it's not even that he's not shooting sometimes, or he can't shoot, and sometimes he's just not shooting, which you would you would think that if he was trying to get better, he would take those shots in crappy games when they're playing teams in there getting blown out but yeah I, i'm just done with that Ooh, talk Lon- man lonzo and andrew harrison swapped a pair of air balls the likes of which you'll never see it just with, doesn't with, look within like within a couple of possessions andrew harrison other. is broken but it doesn't look like he can shoot it like, just doesn't look like an nba shot to me it looks like a player that i played in middle school with it shoots from the side of his head yeah you know and that's kind of like n- not hopeful and i'm sure he can fix it and he'll be a decent okay nba player but i'm just tired of the hype just because the dude's got a big mouth dad. I'm looking forward to. Can the Celtics just keep winning? Keep spreading the ball around? Their box scores look like my 2K box scores, where it's all like everyone scored eight to 16 points because I can't score a lot of points on 2K yet. But like they're spreading the ball, they're winning all their games. Like maybe they're without Gordon Hayward, a top three, top five team in the NBA. Uh, I want to see how long it keeps going and if they really can be the. 
the pride of the Eastern Conference as LeBron and company angle for that eight seed to play them in the first round. Chuck, you're a bore. Sorry. Saying everything everyone says, I can't wait to see Lonzo go into the garden and light it up. Lonzo, so you, good. You ready, you ready for him to have like 13 assists, like four points? Ooh-wee! He needs to get more assists because I did bet $50 he would finish in the top 10 in the NBA in assists. He needs to run on that second unit with Randall and Kuzma. Julius Randall is awesome. Kuzma daddy. Julius Randall is oh, awesome. Speaking of a guy with a bunch of assists and no points, uh, Ray John Rondo's coming back. That's supposed to be the 17th. We'll probably podcast uh, again. Oh, Nick Batum's coming back, too. Nick Batum's coming back, so we have a couple injuries. Uh, Maybe he'll be the backup point. Looking, the- I have a hard time mentioning Nick Batum without mentioning his contract. Can we just always call him Nick Batum and his contractor coming back? <laughs> There's so many and his contracts. I think I think Chandler Parsons set out that back-to-back in L.A. because that was part of his contract. <laughs> like any, oh, yeah. any, any weekend we're in, we're in L.A., I do not play Sunday. No. I have an orgy to attend. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that I have to organize. Also, uh, Parfait Away, Nashville area, greater Middle Tennessee area, next Monday, November 13, against Giannis Antetokounmpo. We are the Grizzlies Bucks watch party at Double Dogs Sylvan Heights at 7 p.m. We are giving away all kinds of crazy things. We have a Wayne Selden hat to give away. Maybe he'll play that game. A signed Wayne Selden hat, a Zebo wrestling buddy, uh, all kinds of a crazy amount of things to give away. We're also doing an ultimate fan package. Whoever comes to the most watch parties this year is going to get a giant package of goodies from the Memphis Grizzlies. Not from us. This is not a crappy fast break breakfast present. Hey, all our presents are great. They're actually pretty good. But the, this will be from the Memphis Grizzlies. They will give you something really cool. So I already know who's going to win. Monday, November 13. It's going to be that guy, Joseph. <laughs> that guy, comes, Joseph. comes to every watch every party. Every single game and just yells defense the entire game. It's even awesome. Even when... The Grizzlies. He's gonna ball. win. He's gonna win that. He's gonna win that prize package yeah. as long as he's actually filling out the form online. He might not be. <laughs> you never know. Anyway, uh, if you want to support our show uh, and get a good shave, you go to Harrys.coms and use the code FastBreak. Harrys.com/slash/FastBreak. Go to Patreon.com/slash/FastBreakBreakfast and join all the fun there and be one of those awesome fans who supports the creation of this podcast. You can follow us on. Twitter at Fast Break Break. Like us on Facebook. All right, you guys are the best. Thanks for listening. And remember, breakfast is the most important thing. Yeah, no apologize for being TNG. Fast Break Break, man. You understand? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.